You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. This is your host, Deanna Heron. And as always, I'm excited to be with you. I'm excited for you to join us today. We have an exciting podcast guest. As always, I want to remind you first and foremost that my mission and passion is to help you stand in your truth. Because I truly believe that when a woman stands in her truth and her authentic self, she becomes limitless in her impact. And I know that to be true For from my story and my experiences is really standing in my truth. You become unstoppable. And so what that means to you is what is it that is limiting you from coming, becoming your greatest version of yourself? What we are going through right now is the Women Warrior Series. And I want you to understand that the reason why I have this Women Warrior Series right now is for you. Because most of us look at other women and we look at where they are in their success and we think, you know what? I I don't think I can ever be that. They have never had any issues. They've never had any struggles. And I'm struggling right now. I don't know where you are on your journey today, but here's what I want you to know. There is no success without struggle and growth. There is no success. So what I want you to see through the Women Warrior series truly is that in order for you to get there, to get where you want to go, you have to grow. And I have been able to interview many women who I believe are warriors in this world. They continue to do the do, get back up and fight the fight and walk the walk. And today I have one of those warriors with me. And Lacey, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I met Lacey through a mutual friend and we had a a conversation and just a beautiful, beautiful soul. So I'm honored to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yes. And I would love for you just to introduce yourself to everybody and and let them know who you are, what you do, what you're about, what you are about, and we'll get started in the podcast. Okay. Um, my name is Lacey. I am a one to three little girls. I was a past surrogate, and oddly enough, that baby was a girl too. Um, I've been married to the lie of my life for 16 years. He's a saint. Um, I am, I've been adopted. I grew up in a drug addicted, abusive, neglectful home. And then when I was 10, I went into foster care and I got really lucky and I was able to stay with that family until I was 18 when they officially adopted me. Um, And so essentially, I feel like my mission in life is to help is to help women or other people in general just to to see that it that we can overcome our circumstances. It's our focus, not our circumstances. And that um, the stories that we tell ourselves usually aren't true and just trying to empower people to to take control and to to realize like I said that it's not about 
our circumstances. It's about our focus. Um, another thing that I'm really passionate about is that um, I volunteer for a company called Sapria. They were formerly known as Unique, and I teach classes on prevention of sexual abuse of children and how to spot it and and spreading my experience that way. I love that, Lacey. What a warrior you truly are. What an amazing story. I love how you said the light of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's so true that you have that person in your life and they truly are a light. Yes, I am so lucky. Yes, yes, I hear you. Thank you for sharing your story. So I'm going to go right into a little bit about the Warrior Series and where this all started. For me, uh, one thing that I have on my wall that I read constantly is it's just a little saying from Theodore Roosevelt, and that's where this particular series has come from. And uh, I'm going to read it from my wall. It says, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. And that's something that I truly want everyone to see. So many people will say to themselves, I, I'm, I, I keep failing. I keep failing. And I want you to know that there is no error in what you're doing. It's the lessons. And the, yes, Theodore continues to say, but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spins himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement. And so we're talking about arena moments. And I have had so many arena moments in my life. And the arena moment is just where you feel like you're knocked down. And what is it that you've learned through that arena moment, through that particular time, that you were able to get back up and live life and grow through that? And so, Lacey, I'm excited for um, for you to share one of, one of your arena moments. Oh, man, I love that you said that there are so many because I feel strongly that there are so many in my life. I feel like my entire life has been in a moment but the biggest one um i want to say recently the last couple last two years was was realizing that my healing because of the past that i grew up in and because of the that trauma that childhood trauma is not linear and i i lived the longest time how old am i 34 years old i'm 34 years old and it dawned on me that 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 healing isn't linear and that it I mean you, you imagine a toddler coloring for the first time or doodling that's exactly exactly what it is and I hit this moment it's been about two years now and um it put me on my knees my it put my marriage on its knees we were my husband and I were discussing divorce and um, I I don't feel like I've been ever been so low in my in my entire life, even coming from what I came from, and um, I realized I realized through that hardship, and this is where I like I said before, it's not our circum circumstances, but it's our focus, 
And I remember I was so angry because in my mind, I thought, you know, I, I've had a great life. Um, I've had great teachers. Um, I've had therapy. I've had, you know, just a, a good foundation that I've been building upon. And it made me so angry that these things were still affecting me. And I realized in that in that moment that I could sit, I could sit in this mentality of victimhood and woe is me. And when I went into foster care, there were so many statistics about children like me and the rates of of drug abuse, alcoholism, um, you know, uh, abuse to to other people or children, divorce rates, etc. And I remember. When I heard that, because it was at a class that my foster parents were at, and I, I was there too, and I remember hearing that, and I was like, "Whoa, that is my future." And I was like, "No, I don't accept that." And and I remember my father, my adoptive father, is amazing, and he's he's really helped me heal from a lot of the sexual abuse and all that trauma. And he told me I was discussing it with him, and he said, "You realize that you get a choice." right? And it, and I remember thinking, well, no, I don't think I do. And I sat on that for a long time. And so that's been, that's been a, essentially my life's mission is, is looking at these examples that I had and, and deciding that's not my future. And I, I get to decide and that is up to me. And then I don't have to be that statistic. And I think that, um, we, we forget how much is in our control and we forget how much is in our control and 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 we we need to try and and do everything that we can and and i when i that two years ago um it was it was some trauma that had come up and it i allowed it to affect everything and it took me a minute to even realize what was happening and then I realized it and my, like I said, my marriage was in shambles. Um, my husband had said, you know, I'm done. I decided I was done. And trying to be a mom through that was so hard. And I was sitting in this really deep, dark place. And I thought, you know, I am, I'm, I'm being that statistic right now, you know, and, and I realized, or I replayed those words that my dad had said. And, and I thought I can sit and continue and be a victim or I can take back control right now and change what I can change and change primarily my focus I couldn't change the circumstances um and so I started doing everything that I could and I started controlling things that I could control you know I started showing up every day um and stop and that no matter uh, no matter what, and that's the attitude that I realized that I needed to ha- to have, especially when things are hard. The lie that we tell ourselves is that when life happens, we just throw everything out the window, and what happens with that is things get worse. You know, well, when end of the school year is over for the night, I can start eating well again, or when I'm off vacation, you know, I can I can start eating well again, or when this. When the shoulder injury that I have is over, then I can start exercising again. Um, there's there's so many things that can happen at, to us, and we need to 
learn to control what it is that we can control and show up consistently with those things no matter what they are so like um examples would be the food we eat the take care of our bodies and our minds what we read information that we do or don't let in um the who we surround ourselves with you know all of these things that that are around us for example when my husband and i were discussing you know divorce and then he we decided that maybe we could try i remember i couldn't change him right and we spend so much of our time trying to change the outside circumstances we spend so much of our time trying to change other people because it feels easier but the reality is that we can't and so i i had to to look at what i could control and let the rest fall where it may and in that process it changed everything my husband i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that he changed necessarily it's not like we showed up together and i said well you need to do xyz i started focusing on what i needed to do and stopped focusing on him you know i started going to therapy again and getting my ducks in a row and realizing that the way that i was responding linked back to this childhood trauma and had nothing to do with my husband had nothing to do with my parents i had nothing to do with my children it was all it was all me and so i started working really hard on healing and fixing those things and what happened was it was a miracle and i attribute this to my faith in heavenly father and jesus christ and it healed my marriage and we've it's been hard it's been a two years of really hard work but we're better than we've ever been and i am better than i've ever been and there was a perspective change and i've gained so much more gratitude for for hard things because the reality is is that we don't change in comfort we don't grow in comfort we grow when things are hard and so i look at hard things or circumstances that are hard that happen around me very differently think okay how can i use this to grow even though it's really hard and in that moment it's so hard not to to woe is me and i will say that you know i'll i'll give myself a certain amount of time i'll say okay depending on what it is i'm gonna give myself five minutes to really like sit in this and fill it and mourn and accept it and then I'm done. I'm not going to give it any more time. I'm going to, you know, put my boots back on and we're going to move forward and do what we can do. And so that was, that was my arena moment. I feel, and like I said, I, I, I've got so many, but, um, it's changed me in the best ways. And the silver lining is the perspective change that I've gained from it. And I would even say, I was actually discussing this with my husband the other day, in anticipation of coming and talking to you and i said i had to know how do you feel about this it was really hard and he's like i don't ever want to do that again he said but i'm grateful he said there's so many good moments that came out of that and um he told me he said i've watched you grow and it's been really special to see and he said and and watching you work really hard on this he says it makes me want to work harder and it makes it's changed me and like i said before it wasn't that i demanded that he do xyz 
it was that I stopped focusing on what he was or wasn't doing and I started focusing on what I could control. And so, it's been really awesome. So many nuggets in what you said. Yes. So beautiful, so beautiful. So I want to go back to one of the things that you shared about being in victim mentality. And okay. just for everyone who's listening, if, you know, what victim mentality is. My, I've shared my story on this podcast so many times that I definitely have lived my life, the majority of my life, in that victim mentality, just believing that people do things to me, circumstances are to me, mm -hmm. um, et cetera. And so victim mentality is something that we can all experience, just feeling like we've been wronged in some way. But I love how you were able to take that that mentality and change your focus because the reality is the point of our suffering is when we expect a person, a place, or a thing to be different than what it is. I love that. Yes. Yes. And you were able you were able to really identify I can only control what I can control. Mm, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and what the what we it's so easy to fall into that, and I think that the, with the way that our brains are wired, it's almost like a knee jerk reaction, and and so and it takes so much effort and so much work to recognize it and then to get out of it. And I think for me, the mistake that I made was was thinking that um, it was supposed to be easy one and two that I had to stay there that I had no control and I realized that it's a choice it's a choice that I I can stay there or or I can I can do what I can do and control what I control to get out of it um and I see it I see it a lot I see it even in my kids you know and 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 it's so hard trying to teach them Hey, you get to control how you respond. You can't control what your friend is saying. You can't control the way that your friend is acting. But what you can control is the way that you respond. And what it does is it frees us. It doesn't change that person's behavior, but it frees us from from the um, the consequences. Yeah. I guess you could say take your power back because yes. in that moment we have given our power to something outside of ourselves. We've given our power away. And what I love about your story and so good about our kids, right? When someone takes a toy and we, you know, we watch our kids get upset and play that tug of war of that's mine, that's mine. It is the same that we do in our life. It's that mm -hmm. that tug of war of giving away our power. I've given my away my power to my career. I've given away my power to money. I've given away my power to people, to circumstances, and the moment I realized that I can create heaven or hell mm -hmm. in, in my life today, and mm -hmm. heaven is created by me owning my own power, taking my power back, and not having that victim mentality and expecting something to be different. Yes. Person. Yes. 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 It's yes. so easy. So easy to do. So easy to do. I... um. It's interesting that we're having this conversation because this morning, one of the things that I do first thing in the morning within 45 minutes of, of getting out of bed is I write down all the thoughts in my head. 
I just write everything down, like what I'm feeling what's coming to my head, et cetera. And I truly was in a little bit of victim mentality. And I, I wasn't sure where that came from, but it was, it was actually a conversation that I recognized yesterday, just a very brief conversation. And in that moment this morning, I was able to go, okay, I'm, I'm releasing it. I'm releasing it. It was just by writing it down and recognizing that's mm-hmm. where I was. So I don't know if you experienced that going in and out of victim mentality. All the time. All the time. It's a consistent battle. And like I said before, that that was my mistake in thinking, okay, I'm healed. Like I did all these things. That means, you know, it's uphill from here. What I didn't realize was that it's a consistent effort, consistent work, and it's not supposed to be easy. So I, I love that you said that because um, I just got out of one recently probably a week ago and and i had something to do with um ptsd from something that happened you know in my past anyway and and i was sitting there and i was angry and i was feeling bad and then it and i didn't even recognize it at first it took me a minute and then i was like i don't want to feel this way and so that's where i said before is okay i need to allow myself to like sit in it and feel in it or feel it don't want there's a toxic positivity that i used to fall into you know and i'm like no anyway i've realized that it's okay to feel it but then we can move out of it and work past it and i love that you do that because i do the same thing i call it a thought download or a thought dump and that's when i really when i took the time to actually write it out and said oh my gosh okay this is what's happening now it's time to move forward Yes, and I wanted I really want to point that out and you you did such a great um comeback with that by saying, Yes, I still go in and out of victim mentality. And I want I want everyone to understand that when you do your inner work to heal, it, you're peeling back layers and mm-hmm. you're peeling back more layers. And as those layers are unpeeled, you may have something else that comes up that you will need to deal with. Ideally we want to be able to catch those really quick so we don't stay in that that mentality and give our power away for days or weeks or months or years. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to look for is how long does it take me to switch that mentality? Mm-hmm. And you're you're so right. Your foster father was a blessing in your life. Yes. You know, he really was have a choice is what he said to you mm-hmm. you get to choose whether you're going to experience heaven or hell at this moment whether you're going to give your power away or whether you're going to take your power and so what a what a beautiful beautiful man in your life yeah yeah he's taught me he saw me everything that i know and that's the biggest thing is that i get to decide and um the only person I can control is me. That's right. Exactly right. So what other tips would you have when you are in that 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 victim mentality mode? What are some some tips or tricks that you do to kind of switch, make that switch back into a healthier mindset? So I have a list that I go through every day, every morning and start. And um, it's an acronym that my friend actually is the one that created it. I was doing something similar, but this just makes it really easy to 
um, remember. And it's a list that I go through. I call it power list um, every day. And I notice the days that I'm not doing these things. And part of that, when you ask the question of falling back into the victimhood, was one of those days that I just wasn't doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's called mommy, M-O-M-M-Y. Um, and the first thing that I do in the mornings is I meet with God. And that's the end. So meet with God or meet with, you know, higher power, whatever you believe in. Um, the O is opportunity for growth. So books or podcasts, just basically trying to um, personal excellence in my mind because our minds are, mm -hmm. oh, our minds are crazy. They're so good and they're created, you know, a, a certain way. And anyway, just overcoming our minds. And then... The other M is a moment of stillness. So meditation or prayer or just sitting outside in nature and listening. And the next M is movement. So exercise or a walk. I mean, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, my dad has Parkinson's disease and he was diagnosed probably about seven years ago. Um, and he, this is my foster dad, and he is such an advocate, like I said before, of like controlling you. And he says, I can't control my disease. And I'm not going to feel bad for myself for it. So he's doing what he can do. And the doctors are amazed at how slow he's been able, or how much he's been able to slow down the progression of the Parkinson's wow. because, of, because of what he's been able to control. And a lot of it is his movements. And he brushes his teeth and does certain exercises while he's brushing his teeth. And it's been really, really cool to watch. Um, and then the why is the last one. It's yourself. So something simple like showering, um, a Target run. Sometimes, you know, it's just not in the budget for me to go buy anything from Target. So I make a joke and I say, I'm just a Target. I, I tell my husband, I need to go touch blankets and smell candles. He's like, okay. So I walk around Target, we just touch blankets and small candles, and I walk out and I feel great. Um, and then Swig, uh, you guys probably don't, we have soda shops here in Utah. We love our soda. And um, it's a company called Swig, and I go get my, my. I, right now it's, a, it's called a strawberry breeze. So it's coconut water, strawberries, anyway, other things. And then every once in a while, I'll have my Diet Dr. Pepper, so... We actually have swigs at Oklahoma. You do? We have what a new one in Oklahoma. Yes, we do. So I'm fa I'm familiar. <laughs> but that, I mean, I just love going there. Yeah. Yes. So just a little, like a little pep in my day. Oh. I love this so much. Mommy, what a great. Yeah. yeah Isn't that awesome? So great. easy to remember. Yeah, meet meet with God, and you know one of the things that that I do, and we we just talked about this is that brain dump first thing in the morning. So before I can even meet with God, I've got to dump all the stuff that's in my head so mm -hmm. that I can be still and meet. Yeah, but that's so beautiful. Great to remember you guys. So, mommy, M O M M Y, meet with God. O is for opportunity for growth. M is for a moment of stillness, meditation. M is for movement and why is for yourself. So remember the target runs. 
<laughs> a swig and maybe it's just taking a shower. So oh amazing yeah. tips, amazing tips. Well, Lacey, you are just honestly a treat. And okay. yes, what you have shared today is going to impact a lot of women. And so I appreciate you being willing to be vulnerable and sharing your story with us. You have just been, you've been a light in my day. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. How can, um, how can people get in, in touch with you? Follow you on Instagram. What's your Instagram? It's the.lacy.marie, M-A-R-I-E. Super easy. Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. And you guys, what a warrior she is. Go and follow Lacey. At just as precious as she is on this podcast, she is on her Instagram as well. So go give her some kudos and high fives and a lot of likes and loves. And um, I am so grateful for you to be a part of this community. I'm grateful that you as a woman are willing to grow into that greatest version of yourself. And when you do that, you give all of us permission to do the same. So stand in your truth, my friend. Stand in who you're created to be and watch the impact that unfolds before you. I believe in you. Have an amazing, amazing week. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. God bless. I'm honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.